that could be useful. What are you gonna use that for? What if you need to make rope or something? <laughs> what if you're like out in the wilderness and you'd have to have rope? That's true. Okay. Spin your own leg hair. Yeah. You gotta catch a fish. Okay. You make a fishing line. Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Medium Fries. Hello. Hi. Again. That's, again, our brother Tom. Hi. I'm brother Tom, special guest, and that little giggle we heard was who now? Hee-haw. <laughs> special one-time guests. One-time only. This is a very hot event. My wife, Krista. Hi. I'm Mark. I'm Kelsey. And uh, here we are, Medium Fries. Let's, uh, so what were you guys just talking about? You were talking about something cool. Uh, what are they called? People, like, the trend of people making vans into houses. The van lifers. Van yeah, van he lifers. was showing me one that is modeled after wild thornberries. Which, Painted like it. It was what? hideous. I haven't even thought of that show if in a If you watch one of those videos on YouTube, that just keeps expanding to the people that turn a school bus into a house, and then you get to, like, the off-road adventure houses... Yeah, it's going, Krista. Sorry, but which one of those people actually dresses like Nigel Thornberry? Who and, has the mustache? <laughs> and talks like him. I'm Nigel Thornberry. Yeah, Is it's... there a monkey? A mo- I forgot about the monkey. Darwin, I right? I forgot about the monkey. <laughs> wow, man, that show! I remember right. when that first came on. It was super cool. It looked like the coolest thing I'd ever seen. How old was I? Like twelve. Yeah, it was. It was on when we were like elementary, middle age. I was very middle yeah. school. Yeah, was it the same time as Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers, Beavers was the best show. It was. I think Thornberry's was like a generation after. Best shows. Not a generation, but like a Nick generation after. Mm. Like one later, I think. Like you, the early generation of really weird shows with like Rocco's Modern Life and like. Oh man, that's way. That's, uh, that's real monsters. Earlier. I think oh, like Rugrats monsters. is like the OG. And then there was Rocco. And yeah. And then it was Wild Thornberry's and Angry really? Beavers. I always thought it was Rocco and then. Uh, I think Angry Beavers was before Wild Thornberries. I think it was. Uh, yeah, really? like yeah. a couple oh, years okay. before, right? Yeah. And I Cat Dog is the new one. Uh, I didn't I think, like Cat Dog. I think our parents, so me, Tom, and Kelsey, we're all siblings. Krista's the stranger here. I don't think Mom and Dad liked us watching Rocco or Ren and Stimpy. I think they were too weird. I think Ren and Stimpy was one that I was actually we not, were allowed, not to allowed to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah, that. They were definitely not made for children. <laughs> yeah. That show was creepy. Um... And then you hit, you, someone said, hit on another thing. It's one thing to have a, like a, a camp life, a camp, like a van house where you drive around on the roads and, and shower at Gold's Gym or whatever, but off-roading. I never even thought of that. Just drive around in the plains of the wilderness in your house. Yeah, the, the expedition vehicles. That's, the, what is that called? Overlanding. Those yeah. People. In America, where would you do that? Like in the plains of Oklahoma? Where yeah. else would you do that? Well, that's what our friends Laura and Graham are trying to do. I with... thought they were trying to do it on the road. Um, oh, I guess they're, maybe they're not trying to off-road, but they're trying to, like, drive it to every single hiking site across yeah. America. Yeah, and that makes sense. That'd be easy enough. You just take the highways. You can always look up where the trailhead is. Well, I think the point of overlanding is you're just away from any infrastructure for an extended period Except of time. gas stations. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, they have thousands of gallons of, like, fuel Golly. tanks. How do they eat? Do they, like, go hunting and fishing? They just food, freezers. Just and canned food fridges. forever. They pick berries. And coconuts. And coconuts. <laughs> the American coconut. Uh, okay. So, uh, Tom here, uh, once again our special guest. Um, when we were growing up, Kelsey and I, well I can't speak for Kelsey, 
anyway, Tom was like super good at art, art, artistic, artisanal, being art, being artsy fartsy growing up. No. At least by shut up. At least by by our <laughs> yeah, measure. That's a lie. By the measure of any other kid. I th- yeah, but being artistic, there's like two parts to it. There's like natural talent, but also the patience to apply that talent. I don't think I ever really had the patience. Yeah, just to like the interest to keep doing it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But so we talked about this a little bit without you here on episode one. You should tune in and check it out. Uh, <laughs> Will do. I, th- <laughs> I think the biggest part. So, okay, so when we say art. That could mean any number of things, but Tom, you weren't doing like beatnik poetry. You were always good at drawing. Yeah, specifically yeah. drawing. You didn't like painting, is what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't even like coloring. Just like you'd sketch out cool stuff Correct. all the time. That's what Krista can do too. Now it's very impressive to me. Still, do you still do that at all these days? No. No. Not, not even a little bit. All right. All right. Well, what? Uh, why'd you? Why'd you give it up? Like I just don't have the interest. Wow. Just all that ability. It's not fun. It's not fun. No, it's wow. Not. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, there's... T- well, I, I'm i a dungeon master for a couple D&D games. I'm not good at it. But if I could draw to a degree that I thought was acceptable, I would use that all the time. For mm. I would draw, like, maps and dungeons, and I would draw villains and dragons and whatever. Sure. I guess... I mean, I don't have any... Outlet? ...hobbies where it's necessary hmm. for me to do so, so... The drawing itself could be the hobby, though. For some people. For some, For people. some people, yeah. If but you find I, it interesting. I actually I don't enjoy just drawing something. Interesting. Really See, that? Yeah. that's so weird. Like, he has this talent that he just doesn't care that he has it. Yeah. You probably have one, too, and you just don't care to use it. I don't know. That's, uh... You could be, like, a great singer. Yeah. Nobody knows. Didn't you play lacrosse? I did play lacrosse. I played flute. And flute, yeah. I, yeah. I played field hockey. Yeah. It's hard to, I guess it's really hard to know. Like, we all do little kid stuff. Our parents, like, your parents had you play violin or you went to summer camp or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, I told them I wanted to play flute. And my mom, being, you know, Asian, was like, okay, before you play flute, though, you have to learn piano and violin. Music theory. So <laughs> I don't know why, because none of them have anything to do with each other. That um, was, mom wanted me to learn, like, she's like, learn a better instrument that you can actually make, like, music alone with. Like, I think she wanted saxophone or something like that. Sax, that, she's, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, music alone, she picked saxophone. Well, in a concert band, there's not that many. Okay. okay. Um, but I, from, like, kindergarten was like, I want to play the flute. <laughs> okay. Didn't know anything about a flute. It just seems like a pretty instrument, yeah, you know? Yeah, uh, pretty same. much. And then I hit third grade. I think it's third grade yeah. when they give you all the instruments to try. Mm-hmm. And I... <laughs> I didn't give any other instrument a chance. It was flute. <laughs> Just flute. And then I played it for like... I was a recorder master. Recorder. We all had to do recorder. Yeah. Cross buns. Oh, yeah. they, they made us do recorder. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and then, what an yeah. instrument. Do you remember in, with recorders, they would give you string like belts, like karate belts? Oh, no. I Once never you leveled that. up, you'd get a different color string to tie to the phone. I oh. do not remember that. Really? Yeah. Good to level up your recorder. Wow. Yeah, for me, I, they just assumed it would be interesting in and of itself, and just said, "Here's your little doodle." The red string stick. gives you like plus two to uh, music theory. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't piano have something to do with every instrument? Yeah, I mean, I think if you were to really get into music, then piano would probably be your best bet to like yeah. learn how yeah. to actually yeah. like 
write music, understand music. You can play any music. note that exists just at the touch of a button. That's like music theory, the instrument, right? Yeah, I mean, it's also like because the chords are all laid out, you can like learn relative theory like yeah. more easily. Speaking of piano, there's this guy who made a YouTube video where he covers that, you know that Dance Monkey song? Mm-hmm. Dance piano, Monkey song? I don't know. Yeah, that song. On piano, it's amazing. It's so good. I, well, okay. I'll I don't know this one either. <laughs> I probably know the song. I just can't think of it. We're just buddy duddies. Uh, yeah, how do the lyrics go? I can't. Other than dance monkey, that's like <laughs> yeah, the title. But I don't it's think like those words are. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, dance yeah. for me. Whoa, whoa. Um, Tom, you hit on something interesting earlier. It's you didn't find it. You stopped finding it interesting. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, when you broke it into the two components, what did you say they were again? The two components Natural of being artistic talent and then interest, just interest, yeah. desire, or diligence, to or, continue yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we, I, it, yeah, that makes sense. You need like some outlet, and we talked about that before. It's it's there's some things that I, I, I would I would describe it as the the willingness to try and fail. That that's true of anything in life. If you're going to get good at something, you have to be willing to try it. And when you fail, to say okay, I want to get better at that. Mm-hmm. And for drawing, every time I do it, it's such trash. I just want to quit and cry. It's so bad. <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> Your drawing is really not that bad. Okay, well, you have to say that. No, no, I mean, I've been through two levels of design school, and I've met many people that have gotten degrees and are worse than you at drawing. Wow, wow. shocking. That's shocking. <laughs> but this this is what I always say, is that my self-esteem when it comes to drawing is so low because mm. he was always so good. So it is his fault. I thought so. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> How could you do this to them? But also, like, I don't, you don't have it's hard to see it as natural talent. It's just mm-hmm. drawing is you're solving the problem. The problem is how do you recreate this thing in your brain or what you see on paper? Interesting. And there's different ways to do it. So it's creatively solving that problem. You don't necessarily have to have like drawing talent. To Interesting. Do it. That's fascinating. Yeah, I never like, thought of it like that. And I think that's what you can define that as like people, style. People right? get stuck oh, on the yeah. talent part. But at the end of the day, you're solving a problem. Mm. So how do you solve that problem? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess like none of us. So. I mean, there's so many things in life that you are different for the person doing it than someone watching. Like, I wasn't there in your head as you were drawing things. Yeah. And I didn't witness the practice and effort you put in. To yeah. me, it was just like, oh, look, this nerd can draw shit. <laughs> yeah. But really, it's like, what line goes where and why? Why did that line go there? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I remember when I started getting into drawing as a kid, I'd always be really fascinated by, like, people's faces. Because, mm. like, everyone's got, you know, two eyes and, like, a nose and a mouth, but, like... Everyone looks super different, even though they have the same set of features. That goes probably, probably the most important part about being good at drawing is everyone has an idea of what something looks like. You're not, you need to not draw your idea, but mm. you need to draw what you actually see. That's wow. why any like kid when they try and draw a face, you know their eyes are like <laughs> way too high, or and they whatever. have big eyelashes because in your head it's... you think someone's eyes are like towards the top, the top of the head of it, when they're really yeah. in the middle of the head. Mm-hmm. It's like the like a the thing every little elementary schooler does when you're drawing a house. There's always a sun with like the rays yeah. in the corner. Some, some doesn't look anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how it is. But like, if I asked Kelsey to like draw Mark, mm-hmm. you're probably gonna have an idea of what someone's just a generic head and face yeah. look like, and you're gonna draw that or at least start there. You're not gonna just start with what he what what you actually see. Right. So, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds so to me. That sounds like. I don't know. That seems like, from what I've seen other people draw, that sounds too freeform. Because, like, 
a lot of people use the trick where like they're drawing a head so they draw this big oval for the top of the skull they draw a smaller circle and then they fill in details on top of it yeah so do you have any sort of generic base or do you just start other than i understand that a person's eyes are generally in the center of their head okay so there's some little building block yeah but you you so basically the exercise it sounds like you're saying you start with as few assumptions and building blocks as possible yes that yeah, that is really interesting. Yeah. Mm. yeah, like, same for me. Like, when I draw... So, usually, I do see, like, really established people, like, do the guidelines and everything. But for me, I start with eyes first, and then I just draw the rest of the face around it. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why. That's a good place to start, because the eyes are so different for every person. So, it's, like, the most unique part. It's face. the most fun part to draw, yeah. I think. Wow. Eyes and hair. I feel, like, terrible about my talent now. <laughs> <laughs> But why? It's not like you've ever tried to nurture it, so it's it's like That's fair. it'd be even weirder if you were good at it. <laughs> That's Have true. Have you tried to draw just a caricature? A caricature of someone? Never. I've never tried that. You should try that before you try and do anything accurately, because then you're able to pinpoint those unique features. Wow. That sounds like a really good exercise for someone who doesn't think he sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like how I can draw the noodle people and they still end up sort of looking like who they're supposed to look like. You pick very basic features. Yeah, Krista has a very tell, or not telltale, but like a signature cartoon doodle style. It's like everyone, it's kind of like Adventure Time-ish. Yeah, it it was originally based on like the Adventure Time noodle people. And making those faces look like real people with that little amount of detail is kind of the same idea. You're picking out the, the most important feature. And that's that was always my week. I'm, I was never good at taking something from my head and putting it on paper. I was always pretty good at drawing something that I'm seeing, looking at, but mm. I could never, like, imagine something. Mm. I would never make a good, like, cartoonist. My memory is you would always just, like, you weren't looking at anything. You, were, you would just draw. Like, really? we'd be at dinner at a restaurant, and you'd just be drawing, like, a whole airplane. <laughs> a whole airplane. There's a, like, a few things, noodles. probably, Yeah. in your head. Yeah. A few things you didn't need to look at to, to get an idea. But, like, cartoon. I could never draw cartoonish or animation-style drawings. I was just never good at it. I feel like it's, like, the opposite for me, where, like, if I'm looking at a real-life thing, like, you know what that's supposed to look like. So if you draw something that doesn't quite match that, like, you can tell immediately, like, oh, that doesn't look right. But for a cartoon, it's very, like, freeform. You can just make it. You could fudge it a little, and it'll still look fine, and no mm. one can tell. Hmm. I um so actually recently we dabbled a little bit with I dabbled a little with drawing because we were trying to select Krista a drawing tablet and just because I was curious I tried doing some drawing and the only times I was ever able to make anything that looked not trash was just by basically doing exactly what Tom said was like I was drawing a lamp and I was like okay it's not a lamp I'm just gonna draw the curve of this thing exactly as I can see it as close as I can and if it ends up okay, that's fine. And that sort of works. I drew like, there's like this lamp down in the living room. It has this pretty little bird on it. I drew the outline of the lamp and I tried to do the bird and it turned out okay because I stopped thinking of what a lamp should look like, I guess. Yeah. It was I, still bad. I think your drawing was actually more accurate than mine when I tried to do the same lamp because for me, I looked at it and I was like, okay, it's broken up into like this like triangular head and then it has like a long like curvy base thing. So I'd like draw without looking up at the thing like what i already had in my head is what the base looks like mm-hmm. do you ever do the exercise where you you don't look at the paper and you just like with with unbroken eye contact on an object just try to recreate it without looking down i'm sure i've done that you probably have you've yet. done probably all of it yeah it's really fun because your drawing and usually ends up like really really crazy looking <laughs> 
That's a very yeah. That's like a middle school art class thing. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. Huh? Thank you. Now I feel oh, really sorry. accomplished. <laughs> it's a pretty common drawing exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the one, the one thing art. Well, okay. There's a couple things I've tried, but COVID. In COVID, we all have so much downtime. I felt like bored and kind of like I'm wasting opportunities by not trying to develop something. I'm sure that's relatable. And I've tried to do a little bit more writing, just creative writing for fun, just fiction. And I think that's the only thing I've ever tried that's that I'm not terrible at. And that's that. What we were talking about before, where like, um, well, we were just talking about it, where you uh, you don't have like you have to just create it out of your head instead of looking at it. For writing, it's always like that. Yeah. You're not yeah. like translating something; you're just making a story or something. But the way you write is always based on like stuff you've seen or like like you read books, and so you kind of have an already have an understanding of how to write a story. That's true. Yeah. And and at this point in my life, I already have an established sort of writing voice and style. Mm-hmm. And writing, I think it's easier. Just you can kind of barf everything out yeah. and then go back and edit and make it concise. That's a good point. Yeah, you're not committed to. I mean, well. Nowadays, if you draw an illustrator, you can edit it to your heart's content. But True. still, with words in a paragraph, you can rearrange and delete, and it's all fine. That's a good point. Yeah, it is definitely a lot easier to just redo words and stuff than like redoing like a portion of a drawing. That seems right. Seems appropriate. Yeah, writing it really just speaks to your imagination. I guess I don't know. I'm not a good writer. Don't I'm not. I don't want to get ahead of myself. <laughs> I'm just just practicing. Just trying. Mostly for D and D. Yeah. I mean, I having a story to tell. You're probably too far from the microphone. I'm thirsty and drinking. <laughs> I find creative writing really hard because I have this theory that college is all about developing writing style. Because for wait for well that's a big statement. So pause real quick for for all degrees or a subset of degrees. What are you talking about? No, like 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 all like the STEM you learn to write like concise and oh technical writing. Yeah, technical writing. Yeah, that was insufferable. Um, like Sarah was a history major, so she writes very long. Like she always flowery. Had, yeah, she always had trouble reading. Like she would write over the max page limit, and I always hmm. had trouble reading meeting the limit, the minimum. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so you're approaching the limit from opposite sides. Yeah, and this was only I think exacerbated in college when huh. we were. Take, like taking all these different courses and learning to write differently. Hmm. Um, so I have I now now have a lot of trouble doing creative writing. I used to be better in high school before hmm. I had that. But you really read so many books. <laughs> yeah. How hard do you think it would be to just say, okay, I'm going to write a short story. You come up with a story. Write it. You could write like anything. Pick Kissa. Kissa's day <laughs> at the park and write it like. I, some I would other have author. trouble writing it flowery. It would be very just like... Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sure I could edit it. This is also... I don't edit. <laughs> I edit as I write. This is... <laughs> oh, okay. You're one of those people. Because I don't like to go back and read my stuff. So I have to just like get it done. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. So I say this completely as a novice. I'm not a writer. I've never been paid for any writing. But I feel like that's a common thing that people start off thinking of themselves. Like, yeah, I don't... I just edit as I go. But... I think if you've ever gotten to the point where you have like three chapters written down, you can't just <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you have no, to go back. Yeah, I, I, this is why I don't creatively write. <laughs> okay, it makes complete sense. I wow, I forgot about this until this mo- very moment. Somebody, actually, two somebodies, when we were doing our our college essays to like get into college, mm. they paid me to write their essays for really? them. <laughs> wow, and these are so college essays. They're like generally creative writing, right? Yeah, I. They're always creative writing, right? Like, I don't 
there's there isn't really like a technical style because they're trying to be like what kind of person are you yeah yeah so you're a professional writer you've been paid uh, yeah definitely professional i mean you had a college essay or was it a scholarship essay about what it it means when someone asks if you want a mint oh breath mints yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, i love yeah i mean those college essays i guess (laughs) it was just about I was always carrying mints at the time, and it was really just about the importance of first impressions and presenting yourself and that type of thing. But, yeah, I mean, those essays, I guess, were kind of a, the only sort of chance that I got as a high school student to just, like, write up how you want to write about what you want to write about. Oh, I had an amazing English teacher. Um, I think I had her for 11th and 12th grade, and each class that I had with her, it was one project where it was just write whatever you want. I never had... That sounds amazing. Yeah, what did you write? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> what did you write? Come on. Sp- I don't remember. I, it was creative writing. Um, that's the... I don't remember the story at all. I'm sure I have it somewhere. But it was. it's a good like project to give a high schooler. It's just like, write what you want. <laughs> so yeah. for episode four, Kelsey promises to find that story <laughs> and we will have a live reading. Yeah, this... this uh, she was the best English teacher. I had her for honors in AP, but I remember... She would have, like, the merit and directed kids. She would give them books. Like, we got all the classics, right? I forgot terms like merit and directed even existed. Yeah. I don't think we had those terms. But she would give her merit and directed classes, like, Hunger Games. And I was like, this is brilliant. Like, give the kids that aren't inclined to read, give them books they want to read. Okay, like YA stuff that is... Yeah. Like, people... Typically look at it as not valuable, but yeah. but that's the best thing you can give to this kid. That Incredible. Makes sense. Like, I was like, no other teacher in that school was doing that. that. I respect it. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome. Cool. She was cool. Wait, sorry. Going back to first impressions with your gum thing. If somebody came up to me and asked me if I wanted a mint, I'd be like, oh, crap. They think my breath smell, <laughs> smells no, really bad. It, it was about me talking about why I always carried mints. I didn't, like, offer them to people, but it was, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't really remember how it went beyond that, but <laughs> the central theme of it was just basically first impressions, which at this point in my life, I, I value less highly than I did then, but when I was 17 years old, I had to have something to write about. Fair. One of the ones that I, the, the essays that I was paid to write, uh, he gave me this prompt of like, can you write about how I became prom king from being like this nerdy loser that nobody liked? And I was like, okay. <laughs> Sounds like he has an idea. He should write it. <laughs> Maybe. I yeah. I mean, I think he had. He just didn't have like the writing skills or like the drive to even write it down. The confidence. It sounds like. Uh yeah. Well, I mean, this was supposed to be like a made-up story of how he overcame so barriers you're like for college. Writing the script of Greece or something. I don't even know what Greece is about. Is that? I don't know. Summer Greece. nights. <laughs> Uh, I need to issue a correction for our longtime listeners on our third episode here. Last episode, I made some mistaken statements about on-the-border tortilla chips. Uh, <laughs> turns out the last bag we had was super stale. I had a bunch last night. They're solid A-, minus, they're at least. Super not bad. Super <laughs> not bad. Yeah, <laughs> they're super not bad. Well, originally they were D, so I'm very happy with this A-. Yeah. I mean, that, that last bag was not good. It was real stale. <laughs> this is a lot better. I'd still put them at B. Okay, we got a harsh <laughs> critic over here. Well, she's the she loves tortilla chips. So. Yeah, that's true. I think you have probably the most expertise in this field. Yeah, her plain tortilla chips all day. You're gonna create a degree at some university in tortilla chips. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think NYU lets you make up your own degree. <laughs> what? Tortilla chips. Tortilla chips. <laughs> they let you throw they your have money away. A bachelor away. of science in tortilla chips. In tortilla chips. <laughs> <laughs> BS. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the worst superpower? Okay, I was thinking about this. Uh oh. I I feel like this is like off of what someone else said because we've talked about this before, but it was like only growing leg hair. <laughs> and I was like, to make it worse, only in one foot increments. <laughs> but is wow. that a superpower? Yes, because no one else can do that. It's like Wolverine's retractable How do we claws. It's like retractable leg hair that's not retractable. You I can extend superpower... it. superpower from just like weird mutation. Are X Men superheroes? Not all of them. They're not. Okay, hot take. Which X Men are not superheroes? The bad ones. Which Which are those? <laughs> The Toad guy? I don't think I would, he's a superhero. The Magnet Man. Wouldn't it just be any, like, supernatural power? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of them as. Yeah, some a-causal physical it, it, manifestation. It doesn't have to be necessarily helpful. It's just something that you wouldn't naturally be able to do as a normal human being. Pop yeah. culture term for an imaginary superhuman ability. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have to define superhuman. Oh, boy. <laughs> and ability. I remember I used to watch... It's- Okay. It may be used ex- to describe anything from minimal exaggeration of normal human traits mm-hmm. to flight, like super strength, projection of destructive energy, blah, blah, blah. So minimal exaggeration of okay, leg so hair. So I guess that's, uh, that works. Okay, so, but you can't retract it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You say where it's the most useless? Worst. Worst. Or most worst. useless. Whatever yeah. you want. Worst. What? Define worst. If you want to treat it as most useless. I think then... useless, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. But even that could be useful. What are you going to use that for? What if you need to make rope or something? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're like out in the wilderness and you'd have to have rope? That's true. Okay. Spin your own leg hair. Yeah. you got to catch a fish. Okay. You make a fishing line. What? So I think Krista often says the ability to attract bullets. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. Or the uh, the ability yeah, to age really fast. That would save so many lives. Every police station would have one of you if you could attract bullets. What armor are you wearing? Because a shootout, they just send you, and you, have, you just attract all the bullets. You have to be I mean, covered in 3 8 inch ballistic steel all the time, and then just, that would be pretty effective, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess so, actually. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I just thought you'd be like a one-use <laughs> deployment. <laughs> Single-use hero. But you attract all bullets within, like, what range? Is there... Mm. I don't know. Can we? Yeah, is there like a Newton's attraction formula? Within like one foot, and then it's then it's really useless. (laughs) (laughs) Any bullet that passes within two foot radius. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was thinking of like a really big hitbox within within a handgun's range. Wow. So like any bullet within like a hundred yards of you just just sucks onto you. Even the ones that are already in the ground. Yeah. (laughs) What if you're just walking by like in your normal clothes because you're going grocery shopping? You're not expecting anything. There's a shootout. Oh, yeah, somebody with a gun not even firing it. The bullet just rips out of the magazine. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, that it, would it be ideal. It doesn't have to be all shot yeah. bullets. It's just all bullets. Because there's no, like, speed behind those. So. True. They just, like, yeah. zoom. It's so like you, Magneto. You walk through, like, an ammunition yeah. store. And then you just... <laughs> no sports. Then you get arrested because you stole all their ammo. Which right now is very valuable, by the way. There you go. <laughs> Half of them, like, that's, hit you sideways. Yeah, they just That's you. not useless. I think that's very useful. Alright, alright. What about the ability to age really fast? Yeah. Not... not you They're can't not, get younger. Not reverse. Yeah. Not reverse. So how long do you live? Until, you know... 90? Until, like, 95 or whatever. Could be a 90-year-old lifespan. In, in what, what span? Oh, how much faster? You go 0 to 95, like, physically, in within 5 years? I imagine you could turn it on and off yeah you like can turn you it on want. and off 
Like, you age normally unless you decide you want to be five years older, then boom, you're five years older. Yeah. Or maybe you become five years older over a minute or something. Yeah. That's pretty bad. So is there any... <laughs> is, there any is there any situation where, like, you're a kid and there's, like, a chance to, like, earn some money or something, but you can't because you're a kid? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's so then it would be, kids would be... You could just skip it. to 18. Yeah, kids yeah. would use it. You can rent a car at 25. <laughs> yeah, or there you go. You just really want some alcohol for your party, but you're 18... But you're, you're now whoop, now you now you look like a 21 year old. But you oh, still yeah. have to show ID. Hope they don't card you. Hope they don't card you. I think maybe if if for some reason you had to disguise yourself as someone else, and the biggest obstacle to that was that that person's really old, then you could. Boy, yeah, you. you <laughs> then you could look old. You rob a bank or something. You just skip 20 years of aging and boom. Like but, oh yeah. You look like. That's but then you're true. just suddenly 40 for like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you have millions of dollars now, or however much but you, you lost to twenty of twenty years of your life. That might be worth it to someone. I guess you have to. to... <laughs> I don't know. Just skip yeah. to retirement. Uh, oh, what about the power to just like instantly dry out your skin? <laughs> Horrendous. <laughs> That's if you were underwater and drowning. Like, would that? Would it say? I well, don't, I don't think that would yeah. help. You would just be dry. And... But I don't think that'll breathe. That's not gonna deliver oxygen. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's terrible. I like that Tom's trying to find the silver lining. Everything (laughs) we're trying to say. That's the goal. That's the that's the whole point. Yeah, you had one where it was like the ability to talk to rocks. Oh yeah, to communicate with rocks or vegetables or something. That's just horrible. Unless like you're looking for someone and they walk by. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) What language do rocks speak? Are we assuming that a rock can actually speak back? I get. I don't know. Yeah, you can talk to them, but they don't answer back. Because <laughs> <laughs> then it's not. It's not even anyone can talk to rocks. Yeah, yeah. They'd have to communicate back, or else it's not a yeah. superpower at all. And it's just normal life. What about the power to fall asleep whenever you want? Okay, incredible. no, that'd be incredible. Yeah. You you would have very good sleep health. Yeah. And nothing else. You bring nothing else to the table. Yeah, but that's nothing but good. But that's a good power. If worst means useless, that's useless. Depending, I mean, like, it's not, like, it's not useless, useless for yourself. It's though. useful for yourself. Am I? Yeah, but I you mean, mean so, so you're classified as a superhero, but you don't get to do any. Are we superhero talking useless things. in the terms of like saving people? Like, well, what does a superhero do? do they get... Yeah, but the original question was, what's the use, most useless superpower? We weren't talking about being a superhero. Oh yeah. yeah. So these would be just superpowered people who are not heroes. They're just regular people with terrible powers. Oh, remember, um, Doctor Horrible? There was moist. Oh. Just the ability to make anything damp. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the opposite of drying your skin. <laughs> he was just like, you need some, you need some letters sealed. <laughs> you need some stamps supplied. The ability to dry your skin, you would be the best towel in the world. True. You touch well, anything, you get a little dampness on you. Yeah. Dry. Yeah. Touch it again. Dry. <laughs> touch it. You just t- you suck all the moisture. Well, yeah. You would never have to experience that moment of being cold when you step out of the shower. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I hate yeah. that. Especially with, like, long hair. You step out of the shower and your hair gets, like, wet and, or your hair is yeah. wet and it's cold, cold immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I always walk out of the shower with, like, my head tilted <laughs> back so my head doesn't touch my back. Krista and I have not ever had a haircut in, like, 15 months now. Yeah. Or maybe 13 months. So, yeah, she's getting a little long back there. Uh, what's the worst thing? Here's another game we like. A little... Little little game we'll let the listeners in on a little secret game we like to play. Worst thing, someone could hand you in a Gatorade bottle to drink after a marathon. Hold on, just yeah. ima- get in the mindset. We've talked run, about this a lot. You've run twenty six miles. You're dehydrated. You're miserable. Your toenails are probably bleeding. You're about to collapse. You're are, about to collapse. Are we talking a squeeze bottle or the wide mouth bottle? Wide mouth okay. bottle because it allows for more options. 
Yeah. Go. And we said it has to be potable, so it can't be like a block of cheese. We said like I think vinegar is where we draw the line. Like no vinegar. That's not food. No one eats vinegar. Yeah, straight vinegar, right? But yeah. pickle juice is okay. But pickle not, juice is okay. I people think. do drink apple cider vinegar though. That's true. That's people need to stop doing that by the way. <laughs> Vinegar's the worst. But like like we often ones we come up with are like gravy. Gravy. Or runny or, cottage cheese. Or mayonnaise. <laughs> Alfredo sauce. Alfredo sauce. Yeah, so just like really... Like, yeah, mayonnaise, mayonnaise, when it's warm, it gets like transparent looking. Oh, oh that'd be oh, so like, yeah. like warm, creamy, thick liquids like that sound <sighs> horrible. <laughs> Congealed Alfredo. Yeah, it's, it's even worse if it's like a little Holiday chunky. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> what about pure like over medium egg yolk? <laughs> you know... That might not actually be that. At least it's like protein it'd be, and fat. That'd be okay-ish. Our friend James came up with one that we always like to throw around. Uh, it's a uh, shrimp scampi with a little tiny shrimp with still little in there. In it. <laughs> so a lot of butter. butter, melted butter, and some cheesiness uh. and, and shrimp. <laughs> Horrifying. Nice and chunky. Gross. Just melted coconut oil. Oh come uh, on! Oh, you know what? If it's like the buttermilk, where like it's still got the little chunks floating in it before you butter. shake it up. Oh yeah, we were talking about butter <laughs> chunky yesterday. butter. Uh. <laughs> no. Like it hasn't gone bad, but it needs to be shaken up. Eh, illegal. <laughs> That's a violation. Uh, worst. Okay, not worst thing. The the most preposterous, weirdest thing to have. Okay, a weird, not illegal thing to have in your carry on luggage. That the people at the airport have to see through the x-ray machine. Glass eyeballs. Glass eyes. Where do you even get that many glass <laughs> eyes? Wait, the suitcase has to be filled with it? it? It's whatever amount you want. But, like, what the weirdest thing that you're, not, you're violating, no policies, no laws, but it's, like, the people at the x-ray machine would look at you like you are insane. A toaster. A, just a toaster? Yeah. Just one. You guys at your airport have a really low tolerance for weird stuff. <laughs> One time we brought through like a whole picnic set, like a fold-up picnic backpack with a bunch of silverware and plates mm. in it. That's got to be as weird as a toaster. It wasn't that weird. Wasn't that weird? Also, with a toaster. In that story, we like we were sleep deprived and like didn't think of this that they would be like, "Why is there cutlery in your carry-on?" Mm. And they took away our butter knives. And the oh, corkscrew really? for the wine. And the cheese spreader knife thing. Did not take away the forks, which were far, far sharper than any of yeah, the knives. Definitely just stab someone in the neck with a fork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the corkscrew makes some sense. Yeah. That's pointy. But they took away this flat piece of metal for spreading cheese or whatever, <laughs> but left the forks. I don't, I don't know. That's what, that's what being lawful good is, is you follow the law without thinking for a moment, yeah. okay, maybe this doesn't need to be so strict. <laughs> Cause yeah, because it's a knife. Because you can get like razor blades, like for shaving. You can get those on a carry-on. That's like, you could true. do some damage with that. Wait, you yeah. can get those on a carry-on. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So are you supposed to be able to get them on a carry-on? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Like safety razors? Uh. Isn't that what they used on the flight? Whatever, the one that crashed in Pennsylvania during 9/11. You would think they would revise policy and not yeah, let that on think, anymore. Um, That's like what they used. Are you talking about one of those ones you fold in half and you put it into a razor and then you toss it after a little bit? No, like the ones like that... women's razors. Oh, like like a, like a Schick head. or a Gillette. Yeah. We're not sponsored, anybody. Sorry, but like <laughs> Schick or Gillette or something. Yeah. You could, what do you do with that? You couldn't really hurt anyone with that. I hurt myself with it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what does that mean? You get a little cut and draw some blood. Like, <laughs> running a 
across their face or neck or something like true yeah i mean it would it would hurt i wouldn't sign up yeah, to have that done right me. it's not yeah not the worst yeah. thing but uh, neither the cheese knife right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it would probably do more damage than a cheese knife to be true, honest for sure that's true um, but going back to the weird stuff, I just thought of something. Like, you know those, those like, little baby pianos? Like, the size that, like, Snoopy plays on? Oh, my. Just one of those. <laughs> like, Schroeder? I think that's the character. Yeah. Just how do you... <laughs> those kid xylophones? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, like, you'd have to screw the legs off. So, like, you take it out and you screw each one on. you like, see, it's just a piano. Oh, I love seeing the videos of, like, people coming back from Asia after they visited, like, the fish market, and they just have, like, an entire suitcase full of live crabs. What? Live crabs? There's, like, there's a video in one of the airports where the crabs got out, so there's just crabs, like, roaming around <laughs> on the conveyor belt. <laughs> that might be the best, the winning answer. That's incredible. That's not allowed. Is it? There's I don't know. No way that's allowed. Yeah. Well, live, th- okay, no th- live animals I, I think also that wasn't carry-on. That was, like, someone's they checked, checked thing. They and checked it, the crabs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So that, maybe that doesn't count. Yours was also pretty good. Oh, my answer for this, I'm super proud of. I always say Barbie doll heads. Just the heads. So just heads. many that it's like under pressure. So like they ask you to open it up and you just move the zipper and it's just boosh, heads <laughs> flow out everywhere. And you're like, oh, sorry, sorry. And they clean that up and everyone's looking at you. It's just, oh, man. Just I mean, they would just check every head cavity for like yeah. cocaine or something. Yeah, they'd be heroin. From that one, I got like just, just left arms. Barbie doll left arms. <laughs> but like arm. they would be like, it would take them a while to notice. And they're like, wait a minute. They're like, all left. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the right? Where'd they go? bag full of like mcdonald's ball pit balls like what would they see <laughs> in the in the x-ray machine they would have to open that up yeah. Like, what? yeah you got big bubbles in here. Open, yeah. yeah what about like jars of prego <laughs> jars of sauce <laughs> just spaghetti sauce don't they have to be under a certain Three size ounces, oh, right, yeah. right those are liquid well how chunky can it be before it's not a liquid yeah one time Chris, uh, Chrissy Teigen like tweeted she's like can I bring a whole casserole onto my flight and was tweeting the airline and they're like yeah it should be fine that's celebrity privilege yeah you'd have to tweet the TSA because like you could show the TSA agent like oh look American tweeted and they said it's fine but he's gonna be like I don't give a fuck like yeah. get this out of here <laughs> It's it's herring pot pie. Herring pot pie. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> That's disgusting. Has that ever been made? Probably not. For it's, reasons. It's in Kiki's. Oh. It's the birthday pie they make. Oh my goodness. Oh, you know those um, tubes, those like slippery tubes. Um, oh, the ones that like noodle and whole slip bunch on. Of those. Slippery tubes. Like you hold it and it swoops out of your yeah. hand because it like folds on itself. Yeah. What would look weirdest in the X-ray machine? Do they, do they view, like, organic material differently than, like, plastic or I, I think rubber? stuff always shows up in, like, different colored outlines, depending on the material Because, like, would, like, a whole bunch of bags of frozen meatballs look different <laughs> than, like, than, like, a bunch of golf balls in there, right? Like, I, I, th- I think anything with a lot of water looks very solid. So, I don't think they penetrate the oh, water. Oh, okay. So meatballs have so a lot of water. Meatballs. Yeah. It would, just <laughs> bags of frozen meatballs. <laughs> no, no clothing, yeah. no toothpaste, just, just meatballs. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Wait, what about just a bag of toothpaste, like full? Well, like just a like a pillowcase. Oh, oh, tubes. Tubes. I thought you meant like one giant, oh, like that, a trash bag of that toothpaste. That would go over the liquid limit, though. Oh, but that's each one, true. Wait, is yeah. there a max limit if em- they're all small Empty enough? tubes yeah. of toothpaste. 
Oh, you it has. The, it's like technically supposed to fit into like a court bag. Or All something, your total right? liquids. Yeah. yeah. What if you arranged like ground beef in like saran wrap <laughs> to be the shape of like a body? <laughs> I think they would arrest you. Anyway. Just make like a baby shaped casserole. <laughs> like, this is just how I travel with ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do often, of course. It, yeah. I, I just find it helps it uh, stay together yeah. better. Uh, serial killer. <laughs> A gingerbread house. <laughs> Horrible. Well, they just like run like, through the X-ray and they just see like, a little house. Yeah. <laughs> How do you keep it intact? It's like like a it's like one of those baseball cases, like yeah. a plastic <laughs> case, <laughs> preserved perfectly. Ew. <laughs> Earlier you said the, the a CPR little. CPR doll. Oh. Doll. <laughs> that would be pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> People probably travel with it. I would probably not carry on. They have special bags. Yeah. You know how they used to have the little, uh, like the snake in a canister thing? Like you pop open the canister and the snake like, out. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is like ten of those. (laughs) They open them all up and get snake in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to check these for drugs. (laughs) Oh, another snake. Okay, one more thing is, you know, like the Woody doll or... Just any doll that has like a pull string and then talks. Uh-huh. If you like tie them together so that they're just constantly oh. talking what? in the bag. What I thought you were gonna say just the voice boxes. Just cut them out <laughs> with the strings on. So you tie one when it's not pulled out and the you other pull one. the one out yeah. and, tie yeah. it. and then they'll just like continuously make each other talk. Uh yeah, they would think you're a serial killer for sure. Genius. Uh, okay. Well, I guess we're coming up on, we've talked for an amount of time about some nonsense. Uh, anybody have any closing ideas about art and artistic ability and not giving up on your dreams? Uh, Tom? Arting is hard. (laughs) Arting is hard. Arting is hard. Finding the motivation for arting is very hard. Because a lot of times, like, like, I'll still draw now, but... I used to draw much, 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 much more when I was younger. Like, I would draw in all the little margins of, like, my high school planners and, like, notebooks and Mm. whatever. Like, middle school, high school, college. And I stopped doodling a lot. Kind of, like, grad school era or, like, after grad school. Well, your your time in grad school was basically professional doodling. You just had to sketch up things all the time. I mean, yeah, that that was undergrad as well. And maybe that's why I stopped drawing as much. I just, like, got tired of it. <laughs> yeah, once it becomes your career, anything becomes yeah. less fun, right? Wait, this is interesting. Did you ever doodle? Like, Did I ever the, doodle? the margins? I have doodled, but only, like, random spirals. Or this is, yeah, my doodles are shapes. Yeah, just random shapes. Yeah. That, that does nothing to hone any sort of ability yep, I have. same. Cool, yeah, that's <laughs> us. Tom, you ever doodle? Pretty much the shapes, random shapes. Stuff, yeah. The S chains <laughs> from back in the day. <laughs> I've got a question that I think actually will be helpful for for anybody, including me. So, the, the Krista just nailed it. Finding the motivation to practice something terribly hard, and especially now when we hardly ever see our friends or anybody, I find myself so often just spending my evening like on Reddit or just watching YouTube or Netflix, and and then so like it's easy in the moment, and by the end of the night, I feel like I am just wasting my existence. Does anybody have? Any sort of tips for getting out of that rut? Dead air. <laughs> no, because we're to... all there. Everyone is there. Yeah, like okay. my friends and I have like worked to like find ways to still do stuff. That's like so together. We do a lot of like Netflix party, um, which 
it's weird. Like, it should be the same as being in the same room as people, yeah. but it's not. It's, it's not. so it weird. <laughs> yeah, we're with you. We do a lot of yeah. Netflix party, Krista and me. Yeah. Uh, it's just not quite the same, right? Yeah. I mean, it's still better than by yourself, because when you, you just do it by yourself for, like, a couple hours, you're just like, what have I done? I could have been doing anything else. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, Elise and I started the bookstagram during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I think... I mean, I've gotten a little bit better at starting to do things that besides just, like, existing. That's good. Um, and I think part of that is uh, just doing something different than, like, my day-to-day. Because, like, I used to just, like, wake up and then, like, wait until, like, spend my day waiting until, like, dinner time when, like, we see my parents. And, mm-hmm. like, we, we do more things and then we, like, hang out with our friends because it's after work time. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, like, during the day, I'll try to, like go out on a walk or like i don't know like doodle something or like try to exercise a little bit like just to get myself out of my chair <laughs> doing a little bit of that carpe diem se- yeah. season that that day <laughs> just doing like anything outside of your normal schedule yeah yeah a good call let's end it on a down note <laughs> <laughs> we'll, cu- we'll cut this out it's fine <laughs> no maybe it's helpful for uh, just, honestly the, what tom said that everybody's like that just hearing the reminder that everyone else is su- going through the same thing is tremendously helpful yeah just a reminder that i'm it's not something wrong with me necessarily it's just everything sucks right now yeah we're making it better as we can but it's not great vaccines baby please yeah. you're not wasting your time if the rest of the world is also at a standstill yeah perfect there we go we all suck together <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that'll about close out our episode here. Can we talk about Outlander? No. No. <laughs> Someday. Patience, please. Uh, bye, everybody. Everyone say bye. Bye. bye.